Good evening and welcome to another episode of Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Just first things first, if you are watching this on YouTube, first of all, hi. Second of all, 89% of you motherfuckers that watch this on a regular basis aren't subscribed. And it fucking sickens me. Please just press subscribe. It's free. Get on with it, alright? Nice one. Right, on that note, try and make it a bit more positive. We've got War Crab on tonight, who hail from Plymouth. And, uh... I'm trying to think of how to describe you guys. It's kind of Pantera, sort of southern fried, sort of doom metal. death metal. Yeah, riffy. All genres. Lots and lots of awesome outros. Love the uh, yeah. instrumental yeah. riffness. Do you like long outros, yes. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? You all all right? Yeah, how's yeah, it going? Good. Nice one. Fantastic. I'm glad that I've managed to get you on. I know it's been a bit of a fucking nightmare pinning this down, but we're all here now. And uh, here we go. So, first question I ask everyone who ever comes onto ABP is how was school life for you guys as individuals? I'll let anyone go first. I didn't really turn up very much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sounds about right. Fair enough. I wasn't there. Yeah. I, I was there. But I just um, I spent a lot of time messing around and didn't really. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really knuckle down until it was too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a load of ungraded G's and F's in my exams, so I didn't do too well either. Yeah. Can you All remember? Can you remember your report cards? Like they had a sort of one liner in them, like Ben could have applied himself more. Yeah. Do you remember them? Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. What yeah. was, um, was uh, Bit of a daydreamer needs to, needs to concentrate on what he's actually doing in front of him or whatever, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Jeff, stuck with you. And Jeff didn't get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was usually a long time. Jeff should be here more often. When he turns up, he's very good. Yeah, yeah. When he shows up. Love it. Can you remember the naughtiest thing that you can remember doing either as a school person, I think they're called yes. students, or just in childhood in general? Um, I remember um, there was a wasp in the classroom against the window. There was just sheet, sheet glass windows there. So I thought, oh, dear, I'm going to kill it and threw my blazer at it, but used to have a pound coin for your dinner. Pound coin in the window, smashed the window. Right, mum had to pay the pay for the window to be repaired and all that. Oh, yeah. 
bloody hell. They weren't naughty, it was just stupid. Me and my mate nicked a load of milk bottles and we stacked them up in the middle of the tennis court and we chucked loads of air bombs and bangers into the middle of them and they just fucking blew up. And, uh, yeah. And I got called into the headmaster's office the next day and I was there. He was like, so what have you got to say? And I was like, oh, yeah, well, we did that. He's like, no, that's not what I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Sort of fast up without... you fast. Having to, yeah. yeah. What about you, Jeff? Um, I tended to just run into things quite a lot when I was younger. <laughs> so I don't remember a lot of it. Walls. Yeah, walls. Yeah. Car doors. Bus Cars now, Jeff, isn't it? Cars you walked into now. Moving <laughs> one. You've moved up in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got better. Gone from buses to cars. That's an upgrade in my book. So, War Crab. First things first, I love the name. Where did it come from? I imagine it was some sort of (laughs) pissed up night out and you you either did that or you you threw two darts at a dartboard and that's (laughs) kind of where you ended up. So, piss up, yeah? Well, yeah, we we were actually... um, all out at um, a crowbar show actually. Mm. It was a crowbar gig up in, up in Bristol, and uh, a load of us got together for the gig. And uh, yeah, I don't really. I think we just. I know I what happened. I know what happened, oh, and no one ever believes me. <laughs> no chance. Uh, it had crowbar up. It was the O2 had crowbar up on the not in lights, but up on the wall. And I was staring at it, and I thought, you can make war crap out of that. And then I went, oh, no, you can't, because it's not enough letters. And then it's like, hey, that's a good name for a band, and it stuck. That's the truth. It was in the hatchet. It was in the hatchet outside a crowbar gig. And I got kicked out. I did a crowd surf on the second song, got kicked out. Oh, man. It's my favourite band of all time, nearly. Bloody hell. The hatchet, what a shout. I love that place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I played a couple of gigs on myself on the first floor. Yeah. yeah. Sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah but yes, that's where it came from. Actually manifested in the hatchet. So it yeah. takes some time. It was, sort of, it was kind of like a yeah. working title. And it just, because it, you know, when we started doing it, it wasn't actually going to be like, oh, right, we're going to start gigging and all this. It was just going to be some jamming. Yeah. You know, just mates getting together, having beers and playing music. But then shit happened. <laughs> we, we started yeah. gigging. Sweet yeah, it. it was good. Love it. So I'm looking on Spotify quickly. You've got two releases. You've got Scars of yeah. Aeons, which was out in 2017. And you've got Damned in Endless Night, which came out in 2019. My yeah. favourite song that I've heard so far is In the Arms of Armageddon and I love the outro where it just feels like oh, there's okay. like a building falling down around me and I need to sort of <laughs> jump out of my car and check that my tyres are still got air in, you know? So I love that. Yeah, I've um, actually got two releases prior to that, but it's, right. they're the, those are the only ones on Spotify. Oh, I see. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I was going to ask the a question. on Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask a question about Damned in Endless Night. 
Do you remember roughly when that came out in 2019? Was it the beginning, middle or end of that year? Uh, it was the middle, I think. Do you feel that you got to tour that Hang before on, what year COVID? Was, what year was lockdown? What did that, yeah, when March did that 2020. Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was mid to late 2019, I think, and then, so we missed out on all the, uh, the promotion for that, that album that we could have gone and done. Yeah. So, is there anything on the horizon? You mentioned when we were setting this all up that you've got a tour booked. Is that still correct? Um, not at all. We've got some. We've got some gigs lined up here and there. Um, we sort of wait for our new album to come out. Is what was going on at the moment. Oh, yeah. uh, we recorded that back in October. Um, so it's all written, recorded, mixed, mastered, and all the rest of it. We're just waiting for the label to put it out now. Oh, yeah. um, you know, ETA sometime this year. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been told. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like when oh, you release gosh. an album that you kind of lose control of it and it's just sort of out in the world for people to digest as they please or do you feel that you can kind of add to it as it's already in flight? Um, I think... Once we've written and recorded it, and when we pass everything over to the over to the label, it's kind of out of our hands mm. at that point. After that, I'd say uh, we kind of regain control once it's out, and then and, and then we're out and gigging and you know and promoting it pretty much. You know. uh, and then obviously selling them and stuff like that, right? Like, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> And how long have you been a band? Ooh, 12, 12 <laughs> years now. 12th year, I think. Yeah, I think we're, we're actually our 12th year, but we, we celebrated our 10th year last year, if that makes sense. Because, <laughs> yeah. one, we kind of miscalculated it. Two, um, we've said, well, it doesn't matter because we missed a year on lockdown anyway. So, yeah. Um, so, so we, we did, did actually do a 10-year anniversary gig last year, but um, it was shortly yeah. after we'd done that, we were doing it, we realised it was 11, so we just sort of went with it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. How did you guys find COVID? Was it, like, really, like, did it feel like your legs had been cut off? Or did you find time to kind of write and relax and do stuff like this where it's all over Zoom? Did we tried together over Zoom, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, that was, didn't really happen, like, you know, because you get all delays and stuff like that, and, you know, you see all these amazing, wonderful videos online, and then you realise just how edited they are and all the rest of it. Like, okay. Yeah, but we did one with our other band. Or anything else to do anything like that, but yeah. me and Jeff spent a lot of time jamming in the garage, which is cool. Yeah. And then uh, things sort of eased up. Lee was able to come over as well. Mm. Uh, we started writing some of the album that we we recorded, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Has the new album got a name, or is it still in progress? 
Yes. <clears throat> it has. And it is. <laughs> I forgot it. The Howling Sun. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the Howling Sun. Love it. Love it. Is that going to be written about sort of COVID and being trapped inside, or is that a completely different theme no. and you already had it planned? No. No. Yeah. Martin writes on about lyrics. It. We didn't want to whine on about it as well, like, you know. Yeah. Martin writes lyrics from the bowels of hell, doesn't he? Like, you know, <laughs> what goes on in his head with the lyrics he comes out with? Just don't ask questions, just read what he's put down and go, yes. <laughs> love it, love it. Um, he also does touch on what is it? What's the other subject he touches on? Definitely you know all about that sort of stuff. Warhammer. Warhammer. He does do a little touch right. on Warhammer sort of stuff as well. Right, right, but yeah. Oh, I'm way out of my league with Warhammer. My my son plays Dungeons and Dragons. I take him there and pick him up and. Yeah, don't really know what happens there to be honest. All I know is I pay three pound fifty and that's it. So, yeah. I think he has fun. He wouldn't keep going. He's yeah, only nine, so his attention spans. <laughs> so yeah, um, what keeps you motivated as a band? What makes you want to sort of keep continuing? I'm aware that that's quite a deep question. So uh, just take your time with it. We just really enjoy it. At the end of the day, I mean, that's what it really boils down to. We're just happy playing music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, because we've all been mates for years as well, besides yeah. being in this band. And like, us three have played in previous bands together as well. And myself and Lee have played in bands together. You know, it's, there's lots of different little guises of stuff that we've done together. Me and um, you have played since yeah, 1994. Yeah. So it's um yeah, it's a it's a love of it, you know. Yeah. And for every every five shit gigs you actually have like one that just blows, you know, blows everything out of the water and you makes you do it again. Yeah, it reaffirms to you why you do it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um so when you're in all your bands, sort of early pre war crab days do you hunt musicians that you think would complement the band or do you just kind of all culminate together and say we're a band even if the bassist doesn't even have a bass yeah I mean we're quite lucky because our, our sort of circle of friends we've got enough people that we know in Plymouth who we can always get a band together no matter what yeah <laughs> quite good like that um, and we've had people do things that they wouldn't normally do myself and Lee playing in, a, in a, like a sort of comedy punk band as well which we do stuff that we wouldn't normally play so like I'm, I'm a drummer but guitar and that and Lee, Lee does vocals and stuff like that like you know Jeff's played bass on that as well at the time so yeah we just sort of and we've had people standing for, for us in Warcraft as well, you know, who have been able to help us out, or we, you know, if someone's gone sick or whatever, like you know, and we needed to fill a gig, then uh, yeah, people have jumped in. That's nice, cool. Nice. Um, do you find Plymouth to be a bit of a hotbed for musical talent, or is it 
people sort of come through the town to get somewhere else. Yes, there's a lot of positions here. There is, yeah. But it puts not the sort of place that people pass through. It's kind of in the heart of nowhere, yeah. so it's like yeah. the dead end. It's the um, cul de sac of England. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after, after us, the only thing after us is Cornwall. There's not much down there, but yeah. very beautiful. There's not much down there, but there is. You know, there is. Uh, we know at least three bands from down that way. That are, you know, really good. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, I'll take Plymouth on a whole. It's got a, it's got a pretty good music scene, I'd say. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people slag it off and say, "Oh, no, no, no," but then you you go elsewhere. You go, "No, no, it's pretty good down here, actually." You know. I feel like Weymouth's got quite a similar sort of background, where people kind of take a risk on Weymouth as a town, but right. if you show up, people show up, and it quickly becomes one of the best places, sort of down south at least. The bands just, like, I went through a phase when I was booking bands of people just messaging me saying, mate, we've got to play Weymouth, we've got to play Finns again. Like, it's only a 50 capacity venue, but people were showing up, you know, on Roadrunner Records and stuff saying, we've got to play that fucking pub again, it just goes off. It's like sweat on the walls, you know, and people hanging off That's the right. rafters and stuff yeah love it secondary function within the band so we all know nowadays that you can't just show up and play music anymore people have got marketing social media logistics writing music because sometimes one person writes all the music in the band what would you say personally for all three of you are your secondary functions within Warcraft? Um, I always go doing the merch. <laughs> but I actually quite enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I do a lot of stuff. Um, we all write the music together. Um, I'd say Jeff comes up with the majority of the riffs, ideas, and stuff like that. Um, then we kick them into shape, and then, sort of, you know, and then Martin all put his thing over it, and then you know, and the rest of it, you got parts of the song or whatever. Um, I'll do the social media side of things. Um, like Jeff said, he does. He's, he works on the merch stand when, when we're doing gigs and stuff like that. Uh, but I'll take care of like getting the merch ordered and stuff like that and getting it posted out. Jeff does a bit of that too sometimes. Um, I'm kind of a fifth wheel around here. <laughs> I just turn up. <laughs> yeah, they just, just provide solid, solid riffage. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. But yeah. Have you guys... Uh, we, uh, we, 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 do on, all sort of, we do all sort of muck in with as much as everybody's capable of doing like you know or, you yeah. know is in there within their means yeah of course have you guys toured much recently has it changed much since you first started compared to nowadays yeah we haven't, we haven't done any touring for a couple of years though it's been 
gigs dotted around here and there and stuff like that. And, and well, the COVID definitely changed everything. Yeah. Um, in some ways, in, in the better, you know, for the better, because everybody seemed to be more up for being out and being and watching live music, which was really encouraging. But then it's gone the other way, where there's like, yeah, a lot of more expensive <laughs> to like get stuff going and like you know for us to get anywhere around the country we've got you know we have a minimum price that we can do stuff for otherwise it's just not even worth us doing it like you know yeah which is a shame but, um, um yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, you know, feel free to anyone else. <laughs> So, yeah, we haven't had a at all, at all. Because um, when the um, lockdown ended, sort of being at beat was was quite difficult. The gigs became sort of quite few and far between. Um, in that, basically, promoters were already quite a lot of bands already so it was kind of difficult to get up a bill somewhere but, uh, yeah it's almost like starting again yeah and is that in that respect like um you you know we, we had some really good momentum going just as that last album was coming out and then that just kicked us in the teeth really like some really, really cool gigs and ended up for for twenty twenty and it just it just didn't happen like right, you know. And then so now it's like I said, it's like starting again really. So really we're waiting for this new album to come out and then we can gain that momentum again. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I really love it. Do you find like early in a band's life that you take more risks and you are more willing to play for free or for you know petrol money which is like 25 quid and then eventually as sort of time goes on and you become a bit more mature and a bit more established that you have to really weigh up if you actually want to play the gig and it logistically yeah, makes sense you're not playing, now, a fucking, yeah. not playing a fucking yeah. gig in croydon on a wednesday night you know Oh, we've done them. Absolutely. <laughs> we've done them. Absolutely. But that's yeah. the, that's your learning curve then, isn't it? But now it's like it's a long way. We need this minimal money. Else, it's, else we're paying out of our own pockets. Cash crisis going on. You know, maybe you know, shit's going on in people's lives. So it's just yeah. like, I, I can't do it. No, it's not logistically viable. So. Yeah, yeah. There's sometimes where you don't mind making a, a bit of a loss or whatever. Yeah. On, yeah. Because. It's going to be worth being at the gig and playing it because what gig it is. and all the rest of it. So yeah, it, it's all, it all sort of uh, it's all relative, really, isn't it? Yeah, weigh it all up, did not you? Yeah. yeah, a lot of factors. Absolutely. Have you got for us because well, well, we are on the arse end of the day? It's it, it, it takes us. You know, if we want to play in Manchester, that's five, six hours drive. You know, so. Uh, we like to try and try and up there, up there, one on the way back or one on the way up. Like, you know, it yeah. doesn't always work out. Mm. It doesn't always work out. Yeah. Have you guys got any funny gig stories or funny stories from the studio where you just think, "How the fuck did this happen?" And 
like you know you go to go get like a meal deal before your gig or something and you just see something hilarious as you cross the road to go back to the venue or something like that is there anything that springs to mind it was we on the way to that gig but... for the pizza by a tramp once didn't you? oh yeah yeah <laughs> nice. yeah i walked past him and he offered me a bit of his pizza i'm like what what my clothes ain't that bad mate <laughs> what flavor pizza was it <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I would have had that it might you yeah. might have been a pavement pizza, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For food. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, nice of it. I think Absolute Hello. Today I'm promoting a product called Set Surf 100% mineral sun cream, safe for sensitive skin and children. So we've got some products here. So we've got SPF 20 lip balm. Mineral sunscreen, SPF 50, and water resistant sun cream. And my favourite, rash cream. So, when I was out jogging quite a lot, this saved my bacon when I was uh, running at stupid speeds, believe it or not, and uh, going stupid lengths. And uh, rash cream definitely helped me out. So, yeah, reef safe, coral safe, www.setsurf.com, shop the range. Use the code BEDLAM20 for 20% off at checkout. Let them know that I've sent you. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Absolute BEDLAM. I'm blank, though. It was that same gig, wasn't it, when I was so hungover. We played in Plymouth the night before. Or was that gig? Where was that? Um, and I'm in the van in the front seat, asleep in my sleep bags. I was so hungover. It's like, ask this lady for a direction. Well, the window oh. I just looked at her and went, <laughs> and she walked off, and everyone was just like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was the answer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we'd driven out of oh. the early country, like, and I was still out of my head on over. Couldn't speak. Yeah. Do you guys play the answer? We played played a couple of times. Yes, yeah, just up the road from there. Yeah. What's the um, B and B we stay in, Rich? Was oh, it cute B and B that one? Oh, Most people just stay on the stage, I think, in the anvil. Yeah. Sleep overnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm conscious that we've lost Jeff, but uh, we'll continue, and I'm sure he'll join in. When he can, um, do you guys find yourself wanting to collaborate with other artists, or are you happy to sort of, in a way, like for lack of a better expression, are you happy to sort of stay in your own lane and just see what comes up? And if a, a band wants to collaborate with you, then you'll entertain it. Or do you find yourself going out and asking? Yeah, I, I think it'd be. It's not something that we've ever done. Or such, and um, we've had you know we've had people come up on stage with us and do a song from a you know from Got mates you. from another band or whatever. Got you, yeah. Um, I I wouldn't rule it out by any stretch, like right, you know. Um, you know, if the right sort of thing came up and it was an interesting sort of project, mm. yeah. uh, you know, and yeah, by all means, I'd be right right up for doing stuff like that. It's got a benefit yeah. everyone though, hasn't it? It's got to be mutually yeah. beneficial to everyone involved. Yeah. 
like what Fear yeah, Factor did. Yeah. Metal and Rave. Mm. We'll grab Rave up. Yeah, my friends recently had um I can't remember his fucking name now. Perry from Pendulum on his right. podcast. And um shout out Matt. I've basically given Matt a fucking shout out every other episode now. If you are listening to this, Matt, drop me a message, mate. Um, but yeah, he was talking to Perry about how they fused the sort of In Flames sort of remix that they did. And obviously they sort of kind of recovered voodoo people by the prodigy and stuff like that. And that right. seemed to sort of set them on a trajectory of playing these crazy festivals and stuff. But yeah, you're open to the idea. So if anyone wants to get involved, then drop them a message, yeah. guys. There we go. Absolutely. Yeah. All good. We never say never. It's not always. Love it. What is your favourite venue to play in the UK? Ooh. Blood stop for us. Yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I liked playing at the O2 in Birmingham, actually. That was good. That was a good little venue. Mm. Um, yeah. It's good ease. Yeah, the is a good one, like we said earlier. Um, oh, the junction, though, I'm mightly playing in Plymouth. It's like like our little <laughs> hometown, but it's so comfortable to play there. It's just so comfortable for us, so it's nice and easy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we always, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's always a good, good night down there, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good night down there. Cracking night. Like, yeah. the, the, the old venue down here used to be the best, though. It used to be called the White Rabbit. Yeah. I don't know mm. if you've ever heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was brutal. That was years ago. Mm. Soulfly, Skid Row, and everything down there, wasn't it? That's DSI. Yeah, DSI. Municipal waste and all, all sorts of it. Yeah, amazing that was. Just in the, in the bus station. It's crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, we played with like Napalm Death down there with our old band, didn't we? Oh, nice. Yeah, that's it, yeah. 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 Suffocation and that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I still need to get the singer from Napalm Death on here at some point. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, my doing? brother works with his, his brother. Yeah, hey, there's always a link. Yeah. Six yeah, degrees yeah, of separation and all that. <laughs> Do me a favour. Yeah, it's all right. Awesome. If you don't ask, you don't get in this game. So, yeah, awesome. Um, go to go to quick break in a minute. We've got about nine minutes left. I don't know if Jeff's gonna rejoin in the next meeting. Hope he does. He seems like a nice guy. Um, validation. Yeah, he's having problems with his phone. I think. That's all right. Well, it's brand new phone. Yeah. Couple of days. There's a problem with him, not his phone. <laughs> I'm sure he'll come back. Um, validation from other acts. Have you ever had a moment on your phone or in person where someone's come up to you and you've gone, fucking hell, I can't believe this person knows that this band exists? Or have you ever frozen at meeting someone that you've never thought, like, I don't know, the singer of Soulfly, for example, something like that has happened to you? Uh, that's a good question. It's a tough one. I don't know. When we broke down last weekend up in Bristol Services, the car that pulled up behind us, like, hey, you're Warcraft. Like, yeah, it's like, mm -hmm. 
on tour. It's like, now nah, the car's broke down. We're going home, bro. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, we're not Can't making it to the gig. Yeah, we're not making it. Yeah. Yeah. Break, break some seas yeah. down at Bristol. No one jumps to mind, like, you know, of any sort of. Uh, not people from other, from like, you know, from bigger bands, really, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Just trying to think. Uh, I know we've had some, like, a few shout outs from, like, people from, like, guys in Acid Rain and stuff like that. Mm. That's from, like, you know, just doing gigs with them and we've done a few gigs over the years with them. So when we played uh, Bloodstock, innit? You know, um, we had backstage tickets and that, and then like we met a couple of people from Monomarf and all that, didn't it? And it's like, yeah, I'm in a band as well, mate. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not them coming up to you, but you know, you get to schmooze. Yeah, just let them know you exist. Yeah, doing something like, yeah, yeah, totally. Give them yeah. a shot, you know. Give them something. Give them a sticker. As a promoter, I've always sort of said to people, look, this might be the only chance you ever get to meet the singer of Funeral for a Friend or Sepultura or Rise to Remain. So just fucking go up to them and speak to them. Like, it might be the 200th person they've met that day, but you're going to be kicking yourself so hard if you don't take that opportunity. But I find yeah. a lot of people kind of, they freeze in fear. And they're like, oh, what if they think that I'm a dickhead? I'm like, I'm fairly sure unless you go up to them and tell them that they're a terrible human being they're probably not going to think that because they've probably got a queue of other people to meet after you so just fucking go for it yeah yeah they're only human that's it that's it we just try our best right well i'm gonna go to the next meeting we're gonna go to a quick ad break but you guys don't have to put up with any of that because you're on the inside inner circle of zoom um, I've sent you a message on Facebook, so check that out before you join the meeting, and um, I'll speak to you in a second, all right? Yep, cool. Cheers, guys. Quick piss. Cheers, mate. Yep, go for it. Recording Cheers. stopped. And we're back. So, you. we've joined forces at the bottom. We've got two people and one. <laughs> See how this goes. Should be a bit clearer, right. hopefully. My phone booted me out of the last one for some reason. It's all good, it's all good. Don't worry about it. These things happen. I've learnt patience. I've learnt patience, Mum. Alright? It took me fucking 33 years. <laughs> but we're there now. Minor inconveniences. It's my opportunity to have a little bit of a rant. And if you guys have got something that's pissing you off in your life, it's also your opportunity to get it off your chest. So I'll start. Paper fucking straws. I am all about the environment, I'm all about sustainability and ethicalness and all that sort of shit, but paper fucking straws guys, they don't work, they just don't work, <laughs> no one drinks that quick, so yeah, what about you guys? You feel better now? I do, <laughs> I have to come up with one every week, it's a fucking right nightmare. Um... Oh, people who don't indicate a roundabout. I'll tell you what, fucking die. Mm -hmm. I hate you so much. I hate yeah. you, hate you. I've sat there for four milliseconds. If you indicate it, <laughs> I could be on my way. I'm not happy. It Happened up. today. Yes. Got my van up. back from work today. It's been, went in for two new tyres. It's been three weeks. 
got it back today. Well, happy. Someone done indicated the roundabout. Fuck off. Yeah, that's my drive. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like that with people who, you know, when you let people through and they don't just. Oh, they don't wave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the window like a Volterio. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. Oh, you don't drive, Jeff, do you? So, no. yours? Uh, kids on buses. <laughs> you definitely don't right drive. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> no, if you, if you, you know, I, I don't remember, not that I went to school that often as we touched upon earlier, but I don't remember being that obnoxious when I was younger. Yeah. If you get on a public transport now, it's just 20 minutes, half an hour of just fucking hell. <laughs> and you pay for it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. It should be free. Well, yeah, I've people noticed. Who get on buses with, uh, people who get on buses with um, like music playing like, yeah. out loud out of their phones and stuff, it's like, nah, mate. Yeah. No, so, you go, I'm going to shove that where the sun don't shine if you're not careful. Like. Yeah, I completely understand that. I was so shy as a kid that I was scared to take fucking phone calls on a bus. And now you've got, like, someone listening to a YouTube song, like, completely out in the open. And also, yeah. everyone's language has diminished so aggressively, so quickly, that people are talking about the mandem and, like, what you're doing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, I don't remember yeah, learning that language in school. Like... Yeah, it's just, yeah, it seems to just become the general sort of populous language now, and we're all the outsiders. Yeah, I'm so old. A, a... When I was in school, we didn't have language. Just grunted at each other. Just had clubs. <laughs> set and fire the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Right, next question. It's a bit of a random one. It might be quite uh, apparent and appropriate for Jeff considering the uh, current technical difficulties he's facing. Okay. What was your first phone, and what was your first ringtone? Oh, my first phone was a Philips Savvy. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not very savvy with phones, Jeff. No. <laughs> Still got it. It didn't start you off on a good kick. And, um, yeah, I can't even remember what the ringtone for that was. Um, just That's one I had as well. It, ha- it, it held 10 texts. Yeah, you got 10 texts and then uh, yeah. you have to delete them. Crazy. What a world. What about you guys? <laughs> Mine was a Motorola, I think. It was one of them that still had like a hard plastic aerial mm. on the top. Yeah, I remember mm. it, mate. I remember it. Do you remember the blue one? Yeah, we got our phones on the same Christmas day, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. My mum bought me mine, and your mum bought you yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um... How old were you? Oh, yeah. Early twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we lived yeah, in but... um, we lived in Hyde Park Road then, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I moved into there when I was twenty-one. So yeah. 20 odd years ago yeah so when well I don't even know when the first sort of proper like release of mobile phones it must have been about 98 wasn't it must have been 96 98 Delboy had one remember the one Delboy no, had not, not the ones that you know, like those ones but you know what I mean like the 
when they became like sort of mainstream, like. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Is it ninety eight, ninety six, ninety eight? Hmm. Got to be in it somewhere like that. Sounds yeah. Good. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. Awesome. Right, so we've got some quick fire questions. Just say the first thing that comes into your head. They're very this or that. So, is a Kinder Egg a deliciously chocolate treat with a toy inside as a bonus, or is it a shit bit of chocolate that needs to just get in the sea and you only eat it for the toy at the end? I love Kinder Eggs. Yeah, I'll go with Beautiful it. Beautiful chocolate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I've always liked them, and uh, and the toy is a bonus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, unanimous. but make sure you recycle it. Recycle it. Nice, nice. But no, yeah. no, I like the old Kinder Egg toys where you had to make something. Yeah. Like a yeah. Chocolate. Now all you get is like a a porcelain fucking <laughs> terrapin or yeah. <laughs> wearing scuba gear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scuba turtles. <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. Baby bell or cheese string? Oh, baby, baby bell. bell. Yeah, baby bell. You guys are so in sync. I love it. Never mm. had a cheese string. Ooh, it looks gross. <laughs> Camping cheese in a. Cheese strings are essentially, you know, when you get stuffed crust pizza? Yeah. Mm. It's like that cheese, but it's not cooked yeah. or melted yeah. in any way, so it's just really gross. Yeah. Processed shampoo. Mm. Absolutely. Camping in a tent or a static caravan for one week. Tent. 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 For a year. Tent. Fucking hell. You're in a tent now. I'd rather be in a tent than no doubt. Yeah, this is my little um, <laughs> space tent. He's in a teepee. Hot, I'm hot boxing. It's a bit too manner. Living in a city or living in the countryside? Countryside. Okay, now this mm. is good. Chocolate or sweets? Sweets. Chocolate. Chocolate. Okay. Bath or shower? Shower. 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 Mornings or evenings? Evenings. Evenings, yeah. I'm not a morning person. No, because you've got work, haven't you? Yeah, probably the evenings when you get home from work. You're not a morning person because he never fucking sees one, that's why. <laughs> 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 what time did you get up on Sunday? Sunday doesn't count. Five o'clock. Day for us. At PM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's not. That was Saturday. Nice. What yeah, day? One Most more. Weekend. Mint chocolate chip or chocolate orange? Chocolate orange. Mint chocolate chip. Chocolate orange. Divisive. I like it. If you could take away one item from a house to slightly inconvenience someone, what item would it be and why? Their socks, because I'm having trouble finding some, and it's really inconvenient to me. The socks clam class is one item, or? I'll allow no, it. I'll take all of them. I'll allow it. All right. So, to slightly oh, inconvenience. That's right. Toothbrush. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. Letterbox. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How would you take it away? It's a hole. Unscrew it. Oh, yeah. When you're building a house, it doesn't come with one. No. no. Sold separately. You've got a, it's got to be a fucking no. monthly contract like everything else on the planet. 
Yeah. Our letterbox. Subscribe <laughs> to our new, our new post box. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Prime post box. You know, cheers, then. Yeah, you don't pay your subscription. Some guy comes and just fills it in. Yeah. <laughs> fills it in. <laughs> Concrete it in. Put some bars up, like in prison. <laughs> Can't get anything through it. Do you guys have any paranormal experiences at all? It's okay if you don't. We can continue and pretend this never happened. Um. Uh, no, don't believe in it. I once had a weird thing where I was in the house of my own and the Hoover switched on on its own upstairs. It's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. And, um, is your mum in? Is your mum home? No, no this is at 71, which was oh. supposed to be haunted as well, wasn't it? Remember? Oh, yeah, no one hoovered then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, and... Uh, Nothing apart from that, apart from once I thought there was something weird following me and I looked around and I did see something underneath the light as it came underneath the light, but I was so far away I couldn't make it out. Could have been anyone. But yeah, that's the only things I've ever had. Mm. Fair enough. No, I've, I've never had anything really myself, to be honest. It's all explainable. Mm. Yeah. I'm a man of science, reason. Saying that, I do want to go on a paranormal investigation this year. It's one of my bucket list things to do, and I just don't really seem to know anyone. So if anyone is watching this and they're a paranormal <laughs> nutcase, that mate does it? believes in <laughs> crystals, my friend does it. Yeah, I, I know shit. somebody does it. There we go. I know somebody does it, and he's done it on Drake's Island. Fuck yeah, let's make it happen. I'd love that. Yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. Um, favorite choice. Favorite. Fucking hell. Favourite choice of fast food? Kebabs. It, it used to be Burger King for me. I've gone off Burger King recently. I think I overdid it, the Burger King. Um, but now, I'd say if I was going to get fast food or you know a takeaway, it's probably either Indian or Chinese. But yeah. Uh, Taco Bell, Jeff. <laughs> oh no, no, that that five that, guys. Me. <laughs> now that's just the amount you like to invite over. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice round number. Yeah. <laughs> What's your well, Lee? What did you say? Babs. Babs. Kebabs. Oh yeah, I forgot about kebabs. Oh, I can't forget about kebabs. Oh no, yeah. Once you go yeah, to no. Chinese order, do you have a standard one, or do you like to just sort of uh, chicken balls, chips, and shit. pancake yeah. roll? Always eat the pancake roll at work the next day. Lovely, every day. Like that. Hot and sour know. soup. Uh, I like the uh, like the coated chicken, like the sort of uh, what was that? Where was it? Bengali was it? Not Bengali. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, there's there's the one that my local one does, and it's really nice. And it's like a, in a kind of a sweet and sour chicken, but it's a bit more spicy. Yeah. That's quite nice. But yeah. Mm, roast duck with black bean sauce, Singapore chow mein, and probably hot and sour soup or tom yum soup. Mm. I don't really think I've had soup from the Chinese before, but. Oh mate, trying the hot sour, it's amazing. Give it a go. Mm. Yeah. Porn toast, any takers? 
Yeah, I don't mind a bit of prawn toast. Yeah. Yeah. I always think I'm going to like it more than I actually do when I order yeah. it, and then have about two bits and go, uh, nah. I get, <laughs> I get like that with garlic mushrooms. I always think, fuck, I'd absolutely smash a bowl of garlic mushrooms. I have two or three, and I'm like, fucking hell, is there anything else I can eat? It's almost yeah. like too much, you know, like at once and your sort of senses are satisfied at that point and you kind of just want to move on to the next thing. What about salt and pepper chips? Have you had that? Yeah, yeah, that's they're good. good. That's good. That seems to be quite a sort of hot topic food at the moment. But there we go. Deep question. You can be as Ooh. honest as you want. You can go into it as much as you want. But how do you guys, either as individuals... Or as war crab, how do you want to be remembered? Uh, Plymouth's premier metal band of all time. <laughs> I'll do. I think we're there already. <laughs> if we just say himself, so, say so himself. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like be nice. Just to be, just yeah, just to be remembered as like sort of purveyors of quality heavy music, like you know, mm. you know, if you're talking in a band sort of um, yeah. thing. Uh, personally, it'd probably just be like a, you know, I was a nice guy, just pretty chill, mm. you know, good friend to have, happy days, reliable. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Awesome. I'd have to practice every week. <laughs> yeah, too. He's the drummer. Got yeah, got yeah. Yeah, God, I used to fucking love band practices. That feeling of like yeah. Avengers Assemble, of like all getting into a room for three hours and yeah, probably, just smashing it out. Like, yeah, yeah, just a bit of stress relief, you know, when life's getting a bit yeah. shit. Love it. It was like last week we were a man down on a rehearsal, and it was just like, well, what should we do then? Should we just so we just played everything, <laughs> like played all the songs I think we've ever written, bar, bar, bar like two. Yeah, I think. yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just get back in the air, didn't it? Like, you know, you can't play them yeah. all the time. Yeah, keep them on hand. So if you know, yeah, change the yeah, set list totally. up a little bit, you can pull one out of the bag, sort of thing. Yeah, sort yeah. of covering it, like you know, one or two covers we do. Oh, pull that one out of the bag. We haven't played that in a couple of months. Just get it fresh back in your head, in case we do want to throw it out there yeah yeah nice plans for the future what's next for war crab um we've got a few gigs lined up um i think we've got like i think we're playing in bristol rotherham um somewhere else uh i can't remember off the top of my head i should have got all these written down really before we came on to the um but the main thing is the this is the new record. Just Get record and then we can promote it, innit? Yeah. Mm. And it all starts from that really. Yeah. And um there will be a I'd imagine there's gonna be a promotional video coming at some point as well. Nice. Um so yeah. Well it's, it's all hinging on the album. Feel free to tag me and stuff and I'll share it to my story as much as I can on Instagram. Yeah, we'll do, mate. Always yeah. up to help nice people job. out. Thank you. Yeah, no cheers. Worries. Thank you. It's all good. Um, what else was I going to ask? Plans for the future. What are your social media links? How do we book gigs with you guys? Do you have like a central email address? Anything like that? 
Yeah, um, so you can contact us on uh, warcrab666 at hotmail.co.uk. That's our direct email. Um, You can contact us directly through our Facebook page, uh, Messenger, um, or on Instagram, which is uh, warcrabofficial. Um, And we're also, you can connect through, uh, we've got a small booking agent that we're working with at the moment called Moons and Stars Promotions. Uh, they're, uh, they're, you can get contact us through them as well. Um, yeah, I think that's about, that about covers it, really. I think We're not on Twitter or anything. I think we have, there is a Twitter account, but no one knows how to access it because someone else set it up and they're not in the band anymore. So, <laughs> so that's that. But... Um, did you start a TikTok, Lee? Or didn't did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah, there's some stuff up there in there. Oh, I've not looked at it in a while. Yeah, I know you started one for the parts in here, but yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, those are your, those are your main main ways to us. I feel like I should get TikTok, but I really can't be fucked. I think yeah. I should just like register the absolute better than podcast name, because once you've got it, you've got it, haven't you? But yeah, register the name, then all you got to do is share a link on it, haven't you? Like, I yeah, guess. Mm. you know, it's it's a lot more than just dancing at the moment. But I just I have it literally the name TikTok drains my energy. Yeah, I'm on it. I've never watched an episode. You can't make me. I've never watched an episode. That's what I've been Previously on TikTok. So it's not. Oh my god! Fucking hell! Well, it's been it's been a blast speaking to you guys. I'm going to let you go. But all right, mate. Yeah, cheers, man. It's been great, man. Yeah, watching. Amazing. No worries. It's always good to talk. Stay tuned. Thanks for everybody listening. Who is listening? And look out for your album. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Thank you very much. What's the album called, just for full clarity? The Howling Silence. Howling Silence. Out soon, guys. Cheers for watching. Keep it bedlam. And subscribe, you bunch of fucks. All right, cheers. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Nestled deep within the heart of Yorkshire, lies a rum so smooth that once it passes your lips, you will never look back again. Combining the smooth tones of sweet fresh ginger, rich treacle and a lick of Yorkshire honey, Absolute Bedlam are proud to be partnered with the true Angel of the North. Two Lasses Spirits. Use code BEDLAMUK at checkout. Testing, testing, testing. Anything you want to say? Hi. Oh, wait. You so, asked to be in this. Yeah, I want to be in it. Yeah. So. Hold on. Do any of you know what Little Big Planet is? If you don't, just stop listening. Just, just stop. Who's in Little Big Planet? There's Sackboy. And I'm just going to carry on with what I was just saying. If you don't know what Little Big Planet is, go to go to the loo. Look yourself in the mirror. Just go. How do I not know?
and just start flushing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right, that'll do. Bye, everyone. Bye.